ఓం తజోసి తజమయ దేహి బీరమసి బీరమయ దేహి బలమసి బలమయ దేహి అజోసి అజమయ దేహి మన్యురసి మన్యుమయ దేహి సోహసి సోమయ దేహి శివ ఇఫల్ దెన్ పవర్ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ ఫ్యూర్ పవర్ బెలార్ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ బెలాట్ బైటల్ ఎనర్జీ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ బైటల్ ఎనర్జీ స్ట్రెంగ్త్ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ స్ట్రెంగ్త్ రిజల్ట్ బిగిన్ స్ట్రాంగ్ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ రిజల్ట్ ఫిల్ మీ విత్ దట్ రిజల్ట్ ఫోర్టిట్యూడ్ ఆర్ దావ్ ఫిల్ విత్ ఫోర్టిట్యూడ్ ఓం శాంతి 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 గోవింద కమ్యర్ ది టాపిక్ అనౌన్స్ టుడే ఫర్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయినింగ్ సమ్ టర్మ్స్ అవతార్ గురు మంత్ర జప అండ్ ధ్యాన దీస్ ఆర్ ది టర్మ్స్ విచ్ కవర్ ది స్పిరిచువల్ ఆస్పెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ దోస్ యూ హల్రెడీ టేకన్ దిస్ ఐడియా దట్ ఈస్ ద స్పిరిచువల్ వ్యూ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ ది క్వశ్చన్ ఇన్ పీరియడ్ ఈస్ అవర్ ఇయర్ వన్ యూఆర్ హెబ్ డౌట్స్ వన్ యూ వాంట్ టు డిస్కస్ there is one part when you believe that there is a higher power behind the universe something that escapes the normal intelligence normal spirit of arguments there the religious life begins that i would call that we have taken up the spiritual view of life now in your spiritual view there are different approaches according to temperament so we break and divide them into four groups calling them yogas the gita of course gave earlier this appellation gita had eight in chapters and every chapter was called a yoga means of realization the whole purpose is that with the help of that particular attitude you can realize the highest so that is the background now vedanta is a theory is a philosophy where you try to understand what is the nature of life for the meaning of life and all this now that will be theoretical aspect but unless you put it to practice it is not get religion religion is put into practice this resounding can be stopped a little or of anybody you know and how that theoretically you understand there is an expression called jnana vijnana triptatma in the gita one who is settled 
with the realization of jnana, the, the views of life. So we make a distinction, philosophy and practice. Philosophy will be the theory, practice will be when you apply this theory in day-to-day life or in for spiritual progress. Now in this aspect, four things are necessary, or five things I showed. These are the terms that I have given in describing the spiritual view of life and what are the practices that will be done. First, I have decided First comes a general belief that there must be a higher power behind the universe. Second comes how to know about it. So you go to the specialists, either human beings, teachers, or nowadays even books are available for theoretical understanding. Then comes the desire to do something. You go to a holy man, you say, do something. Merely theoretical understanding is not enough. Theoretical understanding, according to Vedanta, is very necessary, but practice also is much more necessary. There is a story about Mahapurush Maharaj that a young man approached him and he said, I want to believe, but I cannot believe. What shall I do? So Mahapurush Maharaj said, Disciple of Sri Ramakrishna. That Joe required to sit, meditate, and pray. If there is truth, please reveal to me. Pray. There is conviction in be there, but with the hope something happens. And after 18 days, he came back and said, I am some faith is coming. So faith is a major part when you do an activity. If you go to a doctor, if you don't have faith in him, half the results will go. Medicines may produce result, but your cooperation is much more necessary, especially psychological cooperation. Because half the diseases of our life are accentuated because of our attitude, how we take it or the hopefulness and this, anyhow. So I decide when the teacher said do something, what am I to do? They said meditate. In the ancient days, the parents were not anxious to indoctrinate their children, but they wanted to guide them in life so that they suffer less before learning the lessons of life. After burning the finger, then you learn fire is not good. But then every time you trust a child like that, that training will be painful. So before they go into trouble, you teach them a technique by which they can control the emotions, patience, or even feeling in 
unequal, unequal to the task. So the magician says, first magician, which is called Gayatri, uh, oh, if one that wants, guide my intellect in the right direction, that anybody can ask for it. But meditation gives them two qualities. Meditation to its, to, its, to its very bones means only withdrawing the mind and focusing it. Mind is jumping from things to things. You try to bring it together. So in that bringing it together, concentrate on something, these two parts are involved. Withdrawing the mind from outside, focusing on inside, on a particular object, or a stage comes when it is objectless. So this is called meditation. Many people who are very restless and who cannot really sit, they are asked, just sit, have a physical control. One of our swamis, when he was a school teacher in young days, he used to teach the little boys, eight, ten years old. And I have got a pencil, look at me. If they could do it one minute, that was enough. He learned the technique of how to quieten his mind. So the idea is the mind has different conditions. If it is merged condition, you can't do anything at that time. Then, well, that is called kshipta, maddened. Then that is called murha, dull. Just after sleep, brain is not functioning, like that. But some people by nature may be dull, but anyhow. <laughs> then, a person is a little awake. He gets attention. So, but for a second he can bring in mind together. So that is the third condition. Then it becomes much more concentrated. That is called one-pointed. Ekagra, one-pointed. And the last stage is called completely controlled. Completely controlled, or even some have said that it is beyond going beyond all types of meditation. So the effort is to make the mind calm, serene. Then only you can think of various things. If you want to think of God, mind must be calm. So Upanishads and all other books, ancient books, we quote all, always ancient books because they acquired a special prestige. And your father said something, oh, so valuable. But ten, Ten generations earlier, earlier somebody said, it is still more valuable. I have got a knife you like, I can give you easily. But if the knife has come from the forefathers, you would like, I shall buy you a new knife, but not the old one. So whatever is old, that is time-tested, seen beautiful, beneficial by thousands of people, acquired special prestige, special hold on people. It is said that Buddha popularized the two postures of sitting, the lotus pose and the other called teacher's pose, 
Bajrash and it's called Sidhivandi legs. So these are the two major positions in which Buddha used to sit and that is how it is accepted. And also the meditation you want to do. Chabbarvaprana, uh, control these things, ask them to stop everything. So, I want to meditate, what to learn it. So I got a teacher who is more expert than me, and because it is a spiritual teaching, it should be much more intense and come from a holy person. You can teach chemistry with any character you want, but you cannot as practical spiritual life with their character in doubtful condition. So there was to good people, as far as possible pure people. Now purity question is raised, what is pure, what is impure? But normally socially and intellectually, mentally, when you think is good, is pure. Higher purity may give respect, you see. But tolerably pure is that condition. Anyhow, so you go to a teacher. What does he do? He tells you how to meditate. There are thousand varieties of meditation based on religion, sect, group, language. So meditate in the sense of concentration, meditation word has many meanings, is done in several ways. These hundreds of ways can be brought under six major headings. First, not to think. If you can free your minds from any thought whatsoever, the natural glory of the Atman will come up. That is the theory. Second idea is to think of excellent thoughts. Kindness, love, goodness, friendliness, etc. This and others do it. Or the God idea, God is kind, God is loving, God is beautiful, thieves do it more. The third idea, Buddhists often do, to think of strength and think of oneself full of energy and strength. And because Buddhists have a theory, life is a suffering, and so you have to go beyond suffering. So they said, you practice it daily, facing the suffering. So you are afraid of blood, go to the, go to the hospital for three months, you will develop a resistance, a courage and strength, even if it is mechanical, it will come. Plus, you think in life all these things happen. That is a common man's philosophy. Then comes three ideas of God meditation. All the religions put together, there are three ideas of God. First, God the Absolute. No form, no qualities, ni guna, ni rakara. 
how to think of that infinity, to think of vast sky, vast ocean, vast meadow, vastness, unendingness, and you are part of it. That is the Advaita view of Vedanta, and some Buddhists think of it. The name of that infinity, you must give a name, is called Brahman. Brahman is infinity, but its name is Om. Why Om? The oldest book of the world, Rig Veda, gave this name. So there are a hundred women have come. Somebody reports to me, Swami, a woman has come. I don't understand anything. Then, oh, Swami, such and such woman has come. Then I know, yes. So naming is necessary for identification. As long as you have not given the name, the person doesn't exist. It exists, but you don't know him, that's all, you see. So, or you have to give the form. Describe, she has got this dress, that dress, this ornament, that. Then you may divine probably this person. So name and form are essential for everything. So even for the infinity, though it is infinite, still they try to give a name. That is called Om. So Vivekananda gave an etymological expression of this Om. Om is the oldest one of the world. Millions of people for thousands of years have repeated it. Because Om is added before all the sectarian mantras of Hinduism and Buddhism. It is acquired special power. Surely by its the vibration is created. But he gave an etymology expression, A-U-M-A-O-M. So that O means three possible positions of the tongue, manipulating which all sounds are produced. It is a complete sound called Sardha Brahman, sound Brahman. From this everything originates. As I said, unless I tell your name, you don't exist. Similarly, O first asserts that infinity is this way. Though infinity refuses to be named, you see. But whenever you name something, it is limited, you see. But in that way, it cannot be exhausted. But I can give a name. My mom comes, but she may be a wife, she may be boss, assistant, all these things she can be. But I know mom, and the whole woman comes. I need not know every aspect. So we know infinity, but not exhaustively. That's why Hinduism said, if, if that is so, why are you trying to convert me? Whatever is my condition, I should start from there. Why should I accept your position? Unless I'm intellectually convinced, or my guru says, go ahead. You see? In those days, they were giving much prestige to gurus because books were not there. They couldn't know anything without their gurus, you see? And spiritual, spiritually transmitted. So Vivekananda said, people like Ramakrishna could give spiritually like a physical object. Other people may not claim that much, but anyhow. So, Guru, the stories, on dramatic studies of Satyakama. He wanted the teacher, 
order Lord knowledge. Is it all right? See these cows. Cows means male cows also included. Uh, cows, go and tend them. When they become thousand, bring back. Not training, nothing is there. Is it? But we take for granted they have got family training, these, that. Meditation is not a choice. It is a part of life. Eating is not a choice. It is a part of life. So everybody for some time will sit quiet. It was a part of life. There is no more so nowadays, but anyhow, that was the idea. Anyhow, so no training was given. So he took the cows, ran, tended it, tended them for some time, long time. Then the story goes, uh, uh, the bull said, Satyakama, we are now fulfilled the town. So let us go. So four people taught him one-fourth of the Vedas. Vedas is a complete knowledge. So one-fourth, one-fourth, these were taught. And then by the time he reached, he was already illumined. So by pure service, it is possible to be illuminated. That was the belief in the in the teachers, in the gurus at one time. Even now the remnants are there. If you have infinite faith in the avatar, you can get the result. Like in Christianity, the idea is there. If you may be a good man, bad man, doesn't matter. If you surrender to Christ, you will be saved. See? Something like that. Uh, Guru, if you trust him, he will do it. I don't want to create doubt. You can do it or not. I don't know what he has the power or not to do it. But a man like Ramakrishna Christ, they could do it. Anyhow, so the second idea of God is the personalized God. He has got qualities, kind, loving, answers prayers. But no form. They are called Saguna Nirakara. Most of the religions of the world are of that type. Christi- Semitic religions, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, even Sikhism, Samsakta, Hinduism, Buddhism, they believe in that kind of God is there, but no form. Now, how do you pray to that God? How to think of that God? Oh Lord, I surrender to you who do not exist, of course. Yeah? Oh Lord, I offer myself at your feet. No feet, of course. <laughs> so it is a problem. In the solution is the Lord is pervading in our heart all around you and like that, gradually. So that way you will have to think of something, some form, limitation. Rabbi says it is symbol, it is a representation. And so this is all right. The third idea of God is a person. Sakara Saguna. He has got qualities, kind, loving, etc. Also has got form. Hinduism, Buddhism believe in deities. Vishnu, Shiva, Durga, Kalitara, these are deities. Mentioned in scriptures, seen in Samadhi by great saints. They have a form of their own. 
If you are real, they are also real. You are real for 100 years, they are real for 1000 years. But you are the category of reality. And later they said, same God, traditionally, when Bhartra declines, vice prevails, they can incarnate themselves as human beings. Buddhism explains it, the man becomes so good, that is as good as God. So take it either way, whatever way you like, it is all right. Swami Vivekananda once said, if some people don't accept Ramakrishna as an avatar, I am sure he is avatar. That doesn't matter. We want to collect all the powers of goodness against all the powers of evil. That is the idea. Anyhow, so you choose one of the, the guru chooses, normally, moral gurus are little liberal, they may consult you also. <laughs> but otherwise, they would not consult. They have a standardized. With the rise of bhakti schools, say about 500 years ago, things were systematized. I'm a Vishnu worshiper, I shall only give Vishnu. I'm a Shiva worshiper, I shall only give, give Shiva. I'm a Shakta, I shall give only Shakti. They standardized it. In Ramakrishna also was gradually turning towards that. One reason is thousands of people come for initiation. Now a poor guru, if he gets hundred people to initiate one by one, he can eat or sleep, you see. So it is standardized that way. And it's gradually happening. So I give all types of mantras, but I was pre in starting of this system. I am trying to explain why it is, or when people come with complaint, you see. They said, you want Shiva, go to Shiva group. Want Vishnu, go to Vishnu group. You want other deities? Ramakrishna only. He represents everyone. You must remember, same Brahman comes as all these varieties of deities. All the varieties of avatars, varieties of gods are the same Brahman ultimately. So you must remember, when you worship the one, you are worshiping the other also. Anyhow, so a mantra is given. Mantra is of a god or goddess or even infinity Brahman or an avatar, Rama, Krishna, Buddha, Christ, Kinvaded, Ramakrishna, and others. Uh, in most of the religious groups, there are some offshoots. They go for or something the Guru. Guru is the Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu. Their idea is look upon the holy man as God incarnate. Then only you will get result. You can worship your child, serve your child, and get the spiritual benefit if you can think and God is in the child, God has become the child, eh? or dedicated to the child, God. If you can bring God idea, then child worship is enough. And child worship means nursing the child. Similarly, anybody you can take over. But that is the later stage. So normally the teacher gives a mantra of a deity, or a truth if you are a jnani type. What do I to do with the mantra? Repeat it. Repeat it. Now I want to think about my child. Uh, as soon as I repeat his name, David, I remember David. 
Of course, I don't go on repeating David, David, David. It is their insight. You see? Anybody pushes you and says, what is your son's name? I have no doubt. So they, when the, somebody pushes you, who are you? I am the Atman. I am the Atman, an undying spirit, that idea. Now, five points are brought in. One is we have to do meditation. Meditation is dhyana. What we normally do, we call pratyaharo, gathering the mind. Mind is jumping in many things. If you can make it one-pointed, it acquires so much power that you can do many things with it. Acquiring knowledge, this, that. It is like the like children burn papers with convex lens. What is the principle behind? So much of solar power is being wasted by some contrivance. I make them concentrated. Concentrated becomes so strong they can burn a piece of paper. A quick cooker and other things are built on that principle. Similarly, so much energy is being frittered away, wasted. A part of it, whole Nabudjas, a part of it you collect together. And if you can collect well, it becomes so powerful then you can achieve many things. Now, first part of it is called attention. Anybody, uh, attention you can, part of your mind can be brought to the attention. Studies, these, that. You are able to control, control your mind to some point, to some constant. But if the mind is more pointed, what you do for one hour, you can achieve in 15 minutes. So that is a good technique. Swami Vivekananda says, if I am to study over again, and if I have a say in the matter, because children don't have a say, I would have not gone in for details, but develop the power of concentration, and with that concentrated mind, shift the matters in details. Those of you who have gone in for doctorate and other type of specialization, you know the background, you go to the details. Once you know the details, background is there. Without background, you can appreciate the details. That is the concentration. So that you can put your whole mind in that particular thought. And that is the matter of enjoyment also. You can enjoy more if your mind is there. If you are absent-minded, you don't enjoy Jogan uh, has said that most of the modern men don't enjoy food. It is because their wives are golden, they eat lunch, of course. Because while doing lunch, they're thinking of their plan. You see, what to do, what to do, tell that. So you come to the present world when you mind it there. The more the mind, the more the enjoyment of food. Similarly, the more the mind, the more the enjoyment of conversation. If you are absent mentally, you cannot enjoy a conversation. So concentration is the secret of life. So I mean, genius is concentration. The word genius has got various definitions. Uh, genius is inborn, 
genius has a special power. Edison said 98% perspiration, eh? 2% inspiration. And Swami Abhidhanda said, genius is concentration. He was a brother disciple of Vivekananda. Vivekananda must have said in various contexts, one I have quoted. Shavitturyaranda gave another interesting definition. Once I collected many of the definitions. He said, endurance is genius. How is endurance is genius? You stay on, stay on. Bear the pains of life. Don't get ruffled every now and then. That means you have got any control over your mind is. So endurance he defined as genius. William James, the father of modern American psychology, said that every man uses 5 to 10 percent of his power, mental power. Nobody does 100 percent. Anyhow, if you can, you add, every man can increase his power by 5 or 10 percent. Now, if I am using 5 percent, another 5 percent means 100 percent I have increased the power. He said geniuses may use 30% of their energy or power. That was very few people, not ordinary geniuses. Anyhow, so these are the spiritual masters giving the definition of what is genius. And life endurance a tremendous uh, power to bear life is. That is why Sri Ramakrishna used to say, uh, have patience, have patience, have forbearance. Yeah? Holy Mother often told, you must bear the pains of life. Because the part of life is painfulness. Every time if you react, there is no end of suffering. End of suffering. Swami Yatishwaranda, who was our vice president later, was in America. He went to Holland. There, some devotees asked, Swami Joppa is very boring. He is a very religious man. Uh, round and round, same thing to repeat, is very boring. And he said, how many times you think that you are the body? Whenever you beautify your body, you are thinking about the body. When you grow, then also you are thinking about the body. So, thousands of times. So many times you must think God, 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 God. I think very ingenious type of answer. But I like that answer. And why you should be round and round and round to think. And it is also the occupation of the mind, you see. See, a person is known by the way he spends his leisure time. I have got duty to do a serious work, spiritual, I am to meditate, Miss Swami should meditate. What else can I do? I don't go on for my earn of, uh, earning my living. So meditating is not a credit for me. But if you learn something, that shows my interest lies there. What is the duty? But duty part also is not interest. Sense so of duty, which is very good, of course. I don't like to do it, but it is my duty to do it. I don't like to do it, but my job demands it. 
ये डिफरेंट लेवल्स ऑफ सेंस ऑफ ड्यूटी और कंपल्शन बट वेन यू आर नॉट कंपल्ड इफ यू लाइक टू डू समथिंग दैट इज योर इंटरेस्ट लाइज देर इज इंपॉर्टेंट आइडिया हाउ यू स्पेंड योर लेजर आवर्स द रिलीजियस मास्टर से ट्रेन अप योर माइंड दैट यू लाइक Initially, you may not like to bring the mind mind wants to travel. Many people say, "Oh, my mind was so good before. I find it is running here, there." It is true because you never observed your mind. Mind was very good. That means you never observed how your mind was thinking. The moment you quiet, try to quieten, then everything that going on in the mind you know. And if you can bring it to the surface, one theory is that. They lose their strength gradually. Anyhow, so that is the major idea of Japod benefit. And often to the older people, I said, "There's the occupation. Uh, occupation. If you know wife, no husband, with whom to quarrel. Yeah? So, with God, 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 it's for the time." I asked when I first came to this country, I found one seventy-year-old man going for marriage. So he asked somebody, "Why is going for marriage at the age of seventy?" Well, no, it is not merely for physical relationship, but old age you like to talk, and your son, your daughter, your in-laws, and all that—they get tired after a few minutes. They run away. But you marry, you cannot escape. You see, <laughs> so you just sit together and talk, and you also like to talk. Of course, somebody added, "No, no, there is another." Physical reason: uh, If the man falls down, the wife cannot raise him, lifts him. And nowadays, here of course you have got paramedics or what is called they will run you, nine one one or what is called. But in those days, you are left to yourself. Man probably can raise his wife, but wife cannot raise the husband. She can phone and find out. So at least there is somebody in the house to phone. Otherwise, it happens in America many times. Women love to live alone, or are compelled to live alone, and often they are found dead in their house for two days, four days, eight days. But everyone likes freedom. When they are young, they do not like to serve anybody. So how can you expect other people to come and serve? Not very young. I am telling about say sixty years old. Previously, it was forty years old. Nowadays, it means sixty years. From sixty years, you must start serving other people, older people. Then, when you become eighty or seventy, you have earned it. <laughs> Not only by money you earn, you earn the love, loyalty, this that. Anyhow, so you sometimes want. Things without giving the return, because you are too old to give any return. So there is the only way it could be done. Or you can become very rich and with paid service you can manage. Uh, but even if you are rich, doubtful. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, so this is the idea. I was digressing a little, but the idea. Service and all that. A religious life is often organized 
the credit is given to Buddha that he is as much as the first to organize monastic life. Monastic life, I am, uh, I want God in God alone, or I am fed up with life, go around. Mm-hmm. That was anchorites, individual sadhus. And they were there even in Vedic days, but they were not organized. So the credit is given to Buddha that it begin more organized. Now, the moment you are in the organization, you have got one type of security. If you have children, you have got one type of security. Hoping, 80% your hopes come true, that they will look after you. And in early days when women did not earn money, their condition was much more serious. They had to depend on somebody. Now, of course, that problem is gone, I think, but anyhow, probably you have got a job. Nowadays, nobody has jobs, I think, but anyhow. Yeah, anyhow. So, security is there. But security has got a limit. How much security can you have? Ultimate security is yourself. And yourself, full of strength, that idea, how he says, inject that idea. You are the spirit, you have strength. The moment you th- think you are strong, immediately you gain something. And if it is spiritually inspired, the result will be much more. So these are the five items to gain those things. If everything is controlled by my psychology, then what is the use of knowing these things? I can know the workings of my mind if I can do something about it. Otherwise, should we bother about it? See? So as a, with a conscious mind, I can control my unconscious mind, whatever the theory of somebody else. I know many of the things, if I meditate now, I know what is going to happen after three months or three years. I'm building up anger against somebody by their behavior, but it will burst out after three months. I can control it. I've analyzed it is not good for me to burst out, good for my relation to bust out, it will control it now itself. By various theories, very understanding, persuading me, myself, eh? I should not be angry with that person. I don't like that food, go on taking food, you'll like it later, you see. An item if you don't like, you have to say, I like it, I like it, you like it. The, the theory, of course, yeah. So, as I assertion, assertion, Assert the heart, or doing it round and round. How you become musicians or appreciator of art by exposing yourself to that training for a longer time. That's all. How you become spiritual by applying this idea day after day after day. So somebody said, "Sparty, that there is no vacation in spiritual life." You see. For every part of your life you can take vacation, but not for spiritual life because it follows you. Wherever you are, your mind goes there and you have to be engaged in that. So there is the idea that always it is a part of your life. That's why in Eastern countries, India, Asia, you don't give too much stress in church going. But Western countries, Middle East, 
semitic religions, they give congregational worship, group. I was in inner practice. Once a week, if you're religious, that is enough. Other times, also not a bad life, but anyhow. So this Catholics are a little, they insist on other times also a little. Anyhow, so the, but Hinduism, Buddhism, stressed inner thing, however you are, you have to do. No vacation. Now, it is a part of life. Your life is changing. Your attitude is changing. I remember Benjamin Franklin in his autobiography, autobiography saying, the man cannot be really moral unless he has got, he said, fear of God. That is the Western style, Christian style of fear of God, who nowadays call love of God, faith in God. Because there is nobody to watch you, then why should you be moral? That is the question. Anyhow, so these are the points I have tried to cover. The five major points of spiritual practice, there are more. Say puja, worship, formal type of worship. So I to say dhyana and japa are the essential things, but puja is more suitable for many people. Why? You are using, utilizing varieties of things you like, or traditionally you like, the flowers, perfume, uh, good smell, incense, this, that. Whatever you like, you offer to the God, that way. So that requires a sort of gives an atmosphere and a feeling, feeling the Lord as if he is there. At that time, you don't think as if he is there, you think he is there. God is as if in my child, no, God is in the child. Like that you are trying. Assert, assert the idea. Whether it is there or not, argue some other time. Not at that time. That is the time of faith and assertion. Either faith or assertion. Vedanta says assertion. You are. How do I know you do not know? We are telling it. That's all. Vedanta, that was William James and others said, once you accept from the Avadanda's position, that is unity. There is only oneness, then his arguments are rigorously logical. They admitted. But he's taking an axiom, an axiom that there is a reality. Then he say, I have realized it, not by your method, but by our method. So if he says, I don't believe in your method, I'm out, you see. But he says, I don't believe in God, I should do whatever I want. They don't do that society will ask you. Uh, society says you can have only one wife. You can't have two. Stealthily you may have, but that more, not more than 10-20% may try. Every system has got saturation point. And in the society, 60% of the people are good. They systematize the thing. 20% always below the level, 20% above the level. And in between 60, you can change the percentage. Uh, middle 60 decides what is the normal standard of the society. They are good, patriotic, moral, or selfish, cruel, all these things. Anyhow, so the idea is that for spiritual development, some practice is necessary. And what is the practice? Meditation.
meditation on what god how do i know this get it gurus i approach the guru guru gives a mantra and mantra of the deity and deity is sometimes represented by avatars sri ramakrishna says who has seen god but they have seen the avatar he is humanized more easily than today as i think one of the monks or would be monks went to india in the 50s he said oh we americans like ramakrishna why he was photographed uh, he is real he is a phenomenon is the isha would give that line everybody quotes it is a phenomenon is actually happened that idea Anyhow, so now the gist of all my talk is do something.
Oh, I, I forgot that today for my birthday it is the many people are observing their Guru's birthday. I did not stress the idea of the Guru here. So, five, five minutes let me tell you. What is our attitude towards Guru? There are various conceptions of Gurus and all that. As I said, God is incarnated or God works through. We had Swami Satprakashan then, St. Louis, founder of that center. He was to be initiated. But he was in conflict from whom to take it. Only two people used to give in Ramakrishna order. Holy Mother and Brahmananda, who was the president of the... Now, one is a spiritual consort of Ramakrishna, another is the spiritual son of Ramakrishna. And all his friends were going to Brahmananda Swami because he was near Calcutta. Now where to go? Whom to ask? If you ask the one, you say go to him. He ask him, go to mother. So he went to a third person, Swami Shivananda, Mahapurushmaj. From whom I should take? He kept silently. So he said, it's the same water. The rain has fallen on the roof. Two, two mouths, a lion's mouth and tiger's mouth is going out. the same water. Did not many make any distance. Nowadays you may say mother is a little higher, but <laughs> there is our after hundred years we may make it, but they did not make any distinction. Really, there is no distinction. normal theory is Brahman is their ultimate reality according to Advaita Vedanta. Brahman, some or other, likes to create the universe. That is how we have come in. So we must accept him as Ishwara, creator, maintainer, destroyer of the universe. So he is God. God is a loose term. Ishwara is the more correct. And we are also part of it. If we are not there, he is not there. If there is no child, where is the mother? Mother is mother because she has got a child. Otherwise, just a woman. You see? Similarly, Brahman is Brahman. Just a Brahman. If he has the universe, then only it's called Ishwara. Now, Ishwara has the duty of maintaining, maintaining the universe. So that is according to Indian theology, Vishnu does it, creator. So he comes, sometimes government is not running well, comes down as human being, avatar. So normally people are attracted to the avatars, more or less, because they are more visible, more tangible. But abstract principle, Brahman, abstract deities are, cannot, be, cannot be relied upon in the sense you can't establish a relationship. So spiritual life will develop by loving somebody. <laughs> somebody means God, of course. So similarly, from avatar, Avatars are also not always available. How to get the message? So spiritually evolved person will do it. And Ramakrishna's are not available always on the street. So you have to go to the lesser people. The other people are lesser people if they call their gurus. So Ramakrishna could not tolerate the gurus. He would never bless anybody. If anybody asks, mother. I shall tell mother or mother will bless you. As a result, our Swamis also don't bless directly. You see? 
directly, even direct disciples. Rarely in some occasion they were directly in touch, you see. So say sometimes did it. So that is our style of doing it. The modern or human gurus are conduits, tiger's mouth, lion's mouth. Not a mouse's mouth, it is a good mouth. <laughs> a good mouth. <laughs> Powerful mouth. <laughs> Anyhow. So this is what I have said. Our Swamis don't claim much, but many of them, some glimpses, some attainment is there. Brahma Gana is rare, but uh, still. So that is our circle. In our circle, we normally we are not expected to tell our realizations or claim anything. Uh, recently one of uh, our general secretary wrote to, previous general secretary, wrote to one of his friends who is in America, Portland Swami, and that you people are, are not attracting more people these that. The movement of the first generation is lessened. It every generation happens, it lessens. Uh, in the hippie movement, we could get thousands. Nowadays, a few people, like that. Movement gives her extra energy. So he was a humorous man, that is, they're together, they're friends. So Maharaj, if a man comes and asks, have you seen God? We say, what do you understand by God? What are the different stages of God? This is that way. And never commit that I have this, seen this, even I have seen this. Still. Go to another side and say, Yes, sir, I have seen God. Can you show like Of course. Now, poor man, where will he go? <laughs> he will first try him. If he fails, then he will come to lesser people in that sense. But Maharaj, you are the manager of the whole organization. If you permit us or empower us, we can tell that, No, 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 don't go that far. <laughs> So that is our idea. Our people don't normally claim, but there are many people have progressed that way. And normally when they become sadhus, they become, anyhow, feed them, they will do something good. Because they don't have the capacity of doing bad, you see, or they have the willingness. So the society maintains them. Yeah. Society maintains them, thousands of will try, some progress much more. But gurus have got four minimum qualifications according to Vivekananda. He must be sinless. A loose character man cannot be a religious teacher. He must be motiveless, not to get his money out of him. Then we ask for money for some reason or other. But not big money to draw so much. And or motivation to form a group and all that. I want big. And third, he should know the spirit of the scriptures. He should not be a completely dull man who knows, understands what is happening to the disciple. Swamiji said these are the three. And I better don't tell the qualities of the disciples because most of them run away that way. One of them is Ashishta, there must be positive nature. 